Hello and welcome to the Gimme More Gingy podcast. I'm your host, Gingy, and I've always lived my life outside of the social norms. With that being said, here I will share unmasked stories of my own as we explore ideas surrounding wellness, personal development, spirituality, sexuality, and so much more. All aimed at the objective in helping you align and honor your authentic self to explore different viewpoints and most importantly, to continue growing together. Yes, we are live. Hello, hello. It is your girl, Gingy, and welcome back to another episode of Gimme More Gingy. You guys, <laughs> I have been struggling so hard this week. I hate admitting this, but I have been so lazy and so unmotivated. I don't know what it is, but every time a week before I get my period, I just how I just go into this like huge slump and it's so hard for me to use my brain power it's so hard for me to do anything like literally all I want to do is sit in my bed watch Netflix and eat junk food and I know it's not healthy and I know I shouldn't but uh, it's so frustrating like it's so so frustrating but I promised myself that I would release an episode every single week on my podcast because consistency is the name of my chapter I'm currently in. And so here we are. I'm making sure I show up and we're going to get through this episode. It might be a little chaotic because it's not scripted, but we will get through it. (laughs) So today is December 1st and today is a very special day. I'm sure you're wondering why. And of course, it's the first day of the new month. Also, I can't believe that we only have one more month of 2022. Where did this year go? I feel like it went super slow, but I also feel like it went super fast. But I digress. So today is December 1st, and today is, drumroll please, <laughs> today marks my six-month mark of not consuming any cannabis products. I am six months sober from marijuana. Like, what? That is 183 days. I cannot believe it's already been six months. It feels like it's only been a month, but here we are. I freaking did it, man. I made the commitment to myself. I followed through. I didn't cheat, and I made it out to the other end feeling great, actually. I feel really freaking good. (laughs) Honestly, it's wild because... Six months ago, I would have never guessed that I would be here. So in this episode, I kind of just like want to reminisce on the journey. I want to reminisce on the relationship I've had with marijuana, the things that I went through in this six-month period, and kind of my current thoughts and where I see myself and my relationship with marijuana in the future. So Like I said, this episode is going to be a little chaotic, probably a little spastic, but let's hop right into it. So weed has actually been in my life all my life. My mom is a avid smoker and she opened up to me about it at a very young age because she would always like have to go to our backyard and like have her me time and of course I wanted to always be with her and follow her but I couldn't and so when she thought I was at the appropriate age to know she told me and which I'm really thankful for like I'm really freaking thankful that me and my mom have always had a very open and honest relationship I think it's helped me in the long run for a lot of different things but Yeah, so when I was really, really young, I knew about this about my mom. 
at the time I really didn't, it's not that I didn't care, but I had no desire. I thought it was gross. It smelled gross. And sorry, mom, but every time she got high and I would like try to talk to her at night, I just, I I couldn't. And so I never understood why people would indulge in something that makes them stupid. So I just never had any appeal towards it until I got to middle school, (laughs) which honestly sounds so young, but here we are. So middle school was my first time ever smoking weed. I don't remember it super vividly, but I do remember that I stole some flour from my mom and I was with my boyfriend at the time, my best friend at the time, and probably his friend. And we were at this place called Bellaterra. Now, Bellaterra was where all the kids hung out on the weekends after school. It was like where all the cool cats hung out. And it was just built. It had just gotten done or yeah, it had just gotten done being built. It was a movie theater, it was a shopping center, and there was a bunch of restaurants. It's still there to this day, but I digress. And so across the street, us four, my boyfriend, my best friend, and his friend, we went across the street where there was 24-hour fitness. And next to this 24-hour fitness, there was this parking structure. The parking structure had barely any lights. It was super dark. And it's not that it was vacant, but it was pretty vacant. Like, it was never actually full. So we went across the street, went to this parking lot. I remember pulling out the flower. And because we were all, you know, youngins, trying to be cool, breaking the law, we ended up smoking out of an apple. (laughs) Oh, the good old days of smoking out of an apple. We made it with a pen. I know, real, real good, real sanitary, really healthy. I remember having a good time. I don't exactly remember how high I got or what drew out from that night, but I do remember from that evening, I did smoke a handful of times. I kind of, I do remember going through a period of my life where I was smoking a good, a good amount for that age because I remember my friends coming over and we would smoke when my parents would leave. And (laughs) this is so embarrassing, but I never got extremely high because I've always had like this motherly instinct in me. And so I like to take care of everyone. I hate it. I hate it about myself, but I also enjoy it. And so I just have to always make sure everybody else around me is okay. And just in case anything happens, like I'm fully there to help them. But me, like going back, me and my friend, because it was usually just me and one other friend, <laughs> we would get really high. And then our favorite thing to do was to, oh, this is so embarrassing. (laughs) We would go into my bedroom, turn off all the lights, and we would play this song. (laughs) The song is called Window Liquor. Now, I don't know the artist of it, but just search Window Liquor and it will come up, I promise. So this song is an interesting one to say the least. It's, I don't think there's really any vocals. I honestly, I haven't listened listened to it in such a long time. I should get my phone and play a little bit. Okay, hold on. Give me one second. Let me get my phone. Okay, so as I'm getting it all up, I, (laughs) the reason why we played it was because our bodies would twitch back then and listening to the song just kind of took you to a different universe And it was just kind of cool to vibe out and feel all the twitches in your body. But, okay, let me window. 
Oh my gosh, you guys are gonna Apex Twin. Oh my gosh, you guys are gonna make fun of me. Oh, okay, I'll only play a, like a little bit, and then you guys can look it up. Okay, so you, you get the point. <laughs> it's it's a weird song, but even to this day, I really enjoy smoking and then listening to just really good music that kind of makes you like trance into another world and just feel some stuff. Like I definitely have other songs very similar that I enjoy listening to when I'm high. But continuing on. So that's what me and my friend would do. And I just remember I quit finally or I stopped doing it. And I just, I never had a big desire for it. I also think that for a really long time, again, I love you so much, mom. But because my mom did it, I didn't want to do it because I love my mom to death, but there, I didn't want to be like her because I kind of thought of it as a nasty habit. And so I gave it up, didn't ever do it. I maybe did it like a handful of times, but I just never understood why people wanted to get high. It gave me so much anxiety anyways, and I just didn't really like the smell of it. And I just, I didn't like how you couldn't fully control yourself. So I just had never done it. Fast forward to 2020, COVID had hit, I was doing OnlyFans, but I wanted to do something more. And I got connected with someone that was in the cannabis industry. And so I started working for this guy. So majority of people that work in the cannabis industry all smoke. And at that time I didn't smoke. And so I was the outcast. You know, I was okay with it at first. And then of course, the more I was surrounded by these people that did smoke, the more open I became to the idea of retrying marijuana to see how it affected me because it had been so many years since I last smoked or, you know, consumed any cannabis. And so I thought, okay, whatever, I'll just try it at my own pace. So I ended up getting these gummy edibles, which were so fucking good. Like they were, so, oh, they were so good. They were so potent. And I started doing them every night after I got done with work, after I got done with all my stuff, just to kind of relax and then go to bed. And I really started to enjoy it because life just became so much easier. So my worries would go away. Food tasted so much better. I started to really like explore my thoughts and explore who I was and what I believed and my opinions. And I got really into building and forming the relationship I have with myself at an even higher level. Like I wanted to really tap in to, I guess you could say like my soul so that I could better understand myself. And also, I guess in a sense, like work through things that I needed to work through. And so every night after work, I got so excited to take an edible so that I could do all these things. And at first it was really fun. Like <laughs> it was so much fun. I, I enjoy hanging out with myself so much. And I really think that I created the relationship I currently have with myself during this time and really built it when I was doing all this stuff because I was so focused on me. As I continued working with this, like, these cannabis people, I 
honestly, I became a product of my environment. So they smoked during work, after work, before this, before that meeting. And I started to test my limits. And so I started to start, I started to smoke after I got off of work with coworkers. And then I started to smoke two hours before I got off. And then eventually it just became, I would smoke all day, every day. And at first I was okay with it because I was productive enough for the environment that I was in. You know, this probably went on for a year, year and a half. And once I decided to quit my endeavors with the cannabis people, I continued to smoke all day, every day. And I realized that it had become very habitual. I also needed the oral fixations. So for myself, towards the end, like the last six months, I got really into cartridges and pens because it's just so easy to smoke anywhere and everywhere. And people don't like it's easy to get away with rather than like trying to, you know, do a joint or do a bong hit or any of that. I got really, really, really addicted to that oral fixation of like having something around my mouth or, you know, in my mouth because I've always had an oral fixation. I love putting shit in my mouth. It's just always been a thing for me. And so I also started to realize that I needed to smoke before everything or in a result of everything. So if I got annoyed with something, I had to smoke to clear my mind. If I got anxiety, I needed to smoke. If I had to do something, I needed to smoke in order for myself to do that. And I just started to realize slowly but surely it was like becoming an addiction and it was kind of overtaking my life. And I started to not like that. I also was going, well, I still am going through a like transformation phase of saying goodbye to a lot of things and people that no longer serve me in order to clear out the energy and allow new opportunities and new people to be welcomed into my life. And I want to say it was the beginning of this year I tried to quit and I would maybe make it a day or two and something would set me off and I would have to go smoke. And I also realized that I was getting so lazy. I would just sit on my couch all day and I was very fortunate that I was doing something that you don't have to put too much effort in or I had built it to a point. I'm talking about my OnlyFans. I had built it to a point where I didn't have to put too, too much effort into it. And so I didn't really have motivation to do anything else. I didn't have motivation to start something new. All I wanted to do was just smoke, watch TV, watch YouTube videos, browse social media. And that was kind of it. I started to just question a lot of things about myself. I started to not like the version I was becoming. And then something tragic happened, of course. Um, my cat, it's always hard to talk about him, but my cat got sick and I ended up having to put him down. RIP to Preston. <laughs> so my cat got sick. I had to make the executive decision to put him down and out of the shittiest situation and happened the best possible way. And so I was able to do a lot of closure before I actually had to put him down. And yeah, I put him down and there was just no way I was quitting smoking then. I needed to process what had happened. I literally just lost my best friend. Like it was literally a part of me that 
I had to put down. And so that was really, really, really hard to go through. And I just, I, as much as I wanted to quit smoking, I just knew the time wasn't for me. After putting him down, I ended up going to California. And when I was coming back, I just, I knew I needed to fucking quit. I knew that I wasn't living the life that I wanted to live. And I knew that marijuana had such a strong hold on me. And I've never, I've never had an addictive personality. I'm really easy at walking away from things. But I was just so frustrated with myself that I had let it gotten so out of hand. Like, I couldn't do anything without smoking. Every day I woke up, my first thought was smoking because it put me in such like a better place. But I knew in in reality, it was doing the complete opposite. It was making me unmotivated. I wasn't creative like I thought I was. (laughs) What a joke that was. And I just, there was something inside of me just said like, you're done. And so when I was driving back from California, I was looking up a bunch of videos of people who had quit and their outcomes and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm so done because I also got to a point where my tolerance was so high. Every time I would smoke, I would have to smoke every 15 minutes because the high wouldn't last. And so after watching a couple videos, I just said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I like six months in the grand scheme of things is not that long. I'm going to go six months and I'm going to see what happens. I made the promise with myself. I said, there's no turning back. You've done this before. You did bodybuilding competitions where you had to give up food for long durations of time. And you're now going to be committed to this. It's time to leave this version of myself and to welcome in a new version. But I knew in order to do so, marijuana was one of the last things I needed to let go from the old chapter of my life. Right then and there, I quit. And I announced it on my Instagram to keep myself accountable because I think that is very important when changing habits and getting to a goal is to have accountability. And for myself, when I let a couple hundred people know, I stay accountable. (laughs) So what was this last six months like? I first want to start by saying that Everyone's journey is probably going to be very different and I do believe that mine was on the easier side and not as bad because I haven't been an avid smoker for that long. Maybe a year tops. With that being said, my first week was definitely my hardest. I was extremely moody. I hated that I couldn't smoke when something annoying happened or when I went to go work out. The thought of smoking was on my mind 24-7. I couldn't get myself to concentrate on anything else. I remember eating, but it wasn't a lot. I also barely slept, which only added to the moodiness. Honestly, I just wanted to be by myself and go through the misery alone, so that's exactly what I did. For the first week, I stayed home besides when I went to go work out. During this time, I just kept reminding myself that the first week was going to be the hardest and that I could make it through. I needed just to find other things to give me instant gratification that were healthier. That's when I decided to start creating mocktails, which literally consist of sparkling water, lemon juice, and sometimes berries. I only made one right before dinner, which gave me something to look forward to during the day. And if I was having a harder day, I would just allow myself to have one to help me get through the intrusive thoughts. I made sure to give away any and all cannabis products so that I would have no temptation. On an everyday basis, I just reminded myself of who I was trying to become. I didn't really like my current self, so it made it easy to constantly envision the version I was trying to become and work towards becoming her. 
Some days were harder than others, and for some reason, the third month felt like the first week. But I continued to push through to prove to myself that I could, that I could keep a promise with myself. At the end of the day, the relationship that we have with ourselves is the only relationship we can't walk away from. So for myself, I have always made it a huge priority to constantly check in with myself and work on strengthening my relationship with myself. Now that it's been six months, I do feel really good overall. I don't have to rely on something to get me through things. I don't have to rely on something to help me process situations and emotions. I think way more clearly. I feel like myself again. I also feel a lot more aligned with my higher self. And I dream so much, which I love because I love dreaming. My breath isn't stinky or tastes gross. I'm not coughing 24-7. And I'm not as forgetful as I was. I am in control. I like the direction I'm headed, but I still have a lot of work. The version of myself I'm working towards becoming doesn't smoke all day every day, so I don't wish to go back to that point. However, I imagine that she smokes every once in a while, times when she's dating herself and cooking a new recipe for dinner, or when she is with her significant other relaxing and unwinding. I am very curious what my experience will be like the first time I smoke. I am excited, because I know I will probably get high off my ass, but I do wonder if it's going to be too much for me. I wonder if I'm going to get anxiety, and I kind of have a feeling I honestly just might not like it anymore. I truly don't know. I do know that it's going to be a little bit longer till that time happens, but when it does, I'll be sure to let you know all about it. Until then, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, follow me at thegenji and at gimmemoregenji on Instagram, and I will catch you in the next episode. Genji out.